Well, morning, everybody. Uh, great to be here again. Um, <clears throat> thanks, Alice, for everything you shared there. That's really uh, along the lines of some of the things I like to share as well. So, thanks for confirming what God is saying uh, this morning. Um, <clears throat> it's great. I think that's what God wants to say. Who, who has God put in your path who he wants you to love? What's he speaking to you? What's he asking you to do? Who's he asking you to care for? Who's he asking you to reach out to? Who's he asking you to speak to? And will you do it? Uh, <clears throat> not too complicated. But then I found that when God speaks to me, it never normally is that complicated. Um, it's always fresh and always hits me. <laughs> but it's never that complicated. So... <clears throat> I just want to share a few things this morning and just share God's heart, really, uh, for, for loving people. Uh, and he has such a heart for it. Uh, and he wants you to get right in with him this morning uh, and not to, <coughs> not to stay on the outside uh, and, and say, no, I'll do it when I'm ready. Or, or say, I, I, I don't want to do that. But he wants you to get right in with what he, he's got for you. Okay? <coughs> I'd like to share a story that I heard, uh, which I thought was, uh, was quite poignant. Uh, it's a story of a, 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 a guy, uh, I think he's in a church in America, uh, where he had this uh, bus ministry. And what he used to do is he used to go around and, and bus in all the local people to the church on Sundays. So that was his, that was his ministry. Uh, so he, he would go and knock on the doors and invite people and say, if you need a lift, I will give you a lift. And people used to come and, and hear, hear the gospel, and it was, uh, <clears throat> it was uh, absolutely fantastic. And so um, he got to this one house, uh, and he knocked on the door, and he really felt the Lord was leading him to this house, and he went and knocked on the door of the house, and nobody answered for a long time, and he held out, and eventually a door opened, Oh, and it was a little boy, uh, nine years old, this little boy. And he said, hello. And he said, hello, your mum and dad here? Um, and it was a Saturday. And the little boy said, no. He said, every weekend my mum and dad leave me uh, and my, to look after my brother all weekend while they go off. He said, every weekend, this little boy said. And uh, he, he really felt for this young lad and so he started chatting to him and he said well I'm, do I'm, I'm bussing people into the churches would you like to come and the boy said I've never been to church and he said you've never been to church and the little boy said no I don't know anything about church and so he, he then said well do you know anything about Jesus <laughs> and the boy said I, never, I don't know anything about Jesus and, and anyway he had the opportunity to chat to this young boy about Jesus and he told him the gospel and he, he preached to him all, all that Jesus had done and that he died for him on the cross and this little boy um, he was uh, I think the word in the story I read was he was tenderised by this story and, and, it, and he said to him would you like to give your life to the Lord and the little boy said yes I would and so they got down on their knees and they 
they prayed and, and he invited Jesus into his life, this little boy. And this was on the Saturday. So on the Sunday, uh, <coughs> while he was doing his bus ministry service, he went and he knocked on the door he said, and, and to pick the boy up to go to church. And no, no answer. And the door was open. So he went in and um, <coughs> he sort of, you know, having a little look. And he went through. And eventually he found the boy was still asleep. Uh, and his brother was still asleep. So he went in and he helped them get ready for church. And, and he took them to church for the first time. Uh, <coughs> uh, as you can imagine, these kids were from quite a rough background. And, and they sat there. And this little boy, well, he'd been really filled with God. <laughs> and uh, he sat there. And obviously everything was completely alien to him, you know, that we know about church. And at, at some point in the service, these... <coughs> Two tall men came forward and they picked up some plates and then they went round and passed the plates out. And of course he was fascinated by this and he'd never seen anything like this before. And after a while he worked out, he worked out that actually what was happening was that people were uh, giving a, a present to Jesus. They were giving something and putting it on the plate. And of course we call it offertory. But, uh, <coughs> and he thought, oh, Oh, I want to give something to Jesus. And uh, it went, the, 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 the bowl went round and, and he got to him and he held on to the plate and he had nothing, nothing to give, no money. Uh, and so he just sat there and held on to the plate uh, for a long time and he looked so sad. And, um, and eventually they took the plate and they passed it on to the next person and they collected the plate at the end. And... Um, <coughs> The little boy, all of a sudden, he jumped up and he ran to the back and he grabbed the plate off of the man. And this is what he did. He put the plate down and he stood on it like that. <laughs> and he said, I haven't got anything to give, so I'll give you myself. And that was his prayer to God. And... What an impact. <laughs> that little boy, he got it in one, one shot. <laughs> he, he got what some of us don't get in a lifetime of going to church. I'll give you my whole self. That was, that's what God's after. He's not after a bit of your money. He's not after a, a, a slice of you. He's not after a piece of you. He's not after the bit that you're happy to give. He's after all of it. That's the truth. He wants you to get right in to the things of God. He wants you to give it all, all the good, all the bad, everything. He wants you to pour it out to him. That's where he's up to. And I just want to encourage you this morning. I just really want to encourage you this morning that abandon yourself to God. Give it all, good, bad, everything. Go, go all in. Uh, and uh, I've got a good illustration of <clears throat> what God's heart is for us. I'm going to take this chair. Now, have you, uh, I don't know if you've ever been swimming in the sea or in the lakes where they have jetties uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, and I love it. It's fantastic, right? <clears throat> um, but you see some people, 
And they get into the water in different ways, don't they? <laughs> Have you seen it? Now, some people, they sort of... <clears throat> oh, it's a bit cold. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, and you just think, oh, that's the most awful way to get in the water, trust me. You know, and they think, oh, oh get in. And then some people, they're like... Or going up to my legs and they stand there like that and you watch their whole bodies just freeze up like that and people are already in the water they're always saying things like come on get in it's great if you get in it's all right once you're in you know and it's just that bit getting in that's hard isn't it and uh, and some people they walk out and they get a bit deeper and they oh and the cold comes on oh, and you just think oh what are you doing just get right in there and they walk out like that, and then, they, you know, you always get someone who's in there, go on, they're splashing like that, go on, get in there. And they're like, oh, get off me, I don't get too close. <laughs> uh, but we can be like that with God, can't we? You know, I want to I get in a little bit, but I tell you, that's not the way to do it. It doesn't work, it can be the most awful experience for you. Your Christian walk with God, if you just want to get in a little bit, it'll be awful, it'll be ice cold. <laughs> And, and you won't get past that feeling and you'll get in. And some people, they get in and they get, oh, and then they say, oh, I'm not sure. I think, oh, I won't risk it. But they're all there in their trunks and everything and you think, come on, it's great. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, God's like that, isn't it? Because once you jump in with God, that's what your heart is, isn't it? Come on, everybody else. Come get in here. Once you're in, it's great. Uh, <clears throat> and so I just want to encourage you to get right in. Don't, Mess about in the shallows with God. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's a waste of your time. You might as well just jump right in. But you know, when you jump right in, there's a risk, isn't there? You know, there's that moment where you sort of... Uh, ah! And at that moment, you have to let go of yourself, don't you? You have to say, what happens, happens <laughs> when I hit the water. Does that make sense? Uh, will I sink or swim? Who knows? Will it be cold? Will it not be cold? But you have to let go of, of where you are and you have to move into it. Uh, and, and God is like that. And he wants you to be like that with him. He wants you to abandon yourself. Because that's what you have to do. Now, once you've got in a few times and you know what it's like, well, you just take a running jump, don't you? Oh, worship time, I'm ready. You know, I'll be the first one to pray. Did you know what I mean? Oh, spending time with God, well, that would be easy for me now. I'll tell you about this. Repentance, first time you do it, oh, it's hard work. <laughs> you know, oh, Lord, you know. The... But once you do it a lot, you realise, wait a minute, God loves me completely. I can just come and bring all this sin to him and unburden myself. Isn't this easy? Isn't this great? Oh, now I'm all light and airy again. It's fantastic. So I just encourage you, if you're half in, half out, you're not all the way in, or some of you's, some of you's in the water and some of you's not, oh, it's, it's oh, you're all tense. <laughs> Go for it. That's my, that's my encouragement to you this morning. Go for it. Go for Jesus with everything and find out what happens. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> now, I just want to encourage you that Jesus is fantastic. <laughs> okay, I think I haven't talked about Jesus so long, I couldn't wait to speak about him this morning. Um, 
Jesus loves you completely and his love, oh, it's, it's like uh, trying to describe Jesus' love this morning. It's like talking about a river. or lo- It's like coming in here with a glass of water and trying to show it to you. But really, it's a lake. It's an ocean. I mean, trying to describe to you a little glass of water that's the only bit that I've seen of God. He's so deep. He's so big. He's so vast. His love is overwhelming, his love. Uh, and you can jump right in. That's what I'm telling you this morning. You can abandon yourself to his love if you want. You're going to have to jump off the jetty, but you can. And you can be absolutely free if you want it. Okay, now, I just want to have a look and share with you a few, a few things. Now, maybe it's you need to know God's love and what his heart for you is. Or maybe you already know it and you need to know that God is calling you to love others. In that same way. So let's have a look, shall we? Uh, I'd like you to turn your Bibles to 1 John 3.16. So it's not John 3.16, 1 John This is that song we sang, that first line. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Oh, wow, that's a... That'll shoot right through to your heart, won't it? When you see people struggling, and watch your heart towards them. With the love of God's in you, it causes a reaction. It causes an action. (laughs) Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. And I'll tell you what, this is one thing, and and there's something that I I heard in a song when I was a, a young boy, and it's stuck with me ever since. Love is not a feeling. It's an act of your will. Does that make sense? It's an action. I will love you. (laughs) Who's got children? (laughs) It's not a feeling sometimes, is it? Sometimes it is an overwhelming feeling of absolute love. And at other times, you're just clawing your way to the end of the day. Amen? It's an act of your will to keep loving. And there's people in your life that, oh, they wind you up something rotten. They say things about you um, and it's an act of your will to keep loving. And in fact, I'll tell you more than that, it's an act of Jesus Christ's will in you that will keep you loving people. It's hard to do on your own. In fact, it's impossible to keep doing it. But God will, will make you into a man who is overflowing with love. It will let that, that river flow right through you. Um, <clears throat> But that's what we've got to get hold of. Uh, and um, what was that song? Freely you gave your life for us. What was the next line? Sorry? You surrendered your life upon the cross. Freely you gave your life for us. You surrendered your life upon the cross. What does it say? That verse says, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. He laid it down. Amen. What? This is, the, this, is the, this is our God. 
say, I'll give it all up for you. That's a trump card, isn't it? If you ever played a, a spiritual trump card, I mean, if you get Jesus, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's, the, that's real love, isn't it? You know someone loves you, and the only, the only way you know they really love you is because they'll give up everything when you ask them to. Won't they? If they really love you. And you know when they don't really love you because they won't, they won't give up for you. And yet we know who Jesus is. And he has that trump card sitting there, doesn't he, that says, I'll give up my life for you. You know I'm genuine. You know who I am. By my actions for you. And people will know you by your actions for them. They will know you by your actions for them. Do you give up your life for those you love? Do you give up your life for those who don't love you back? Well, this is what God is calling us to. I just want to... I don't know why I picked these stories, but they came into my heart and I can't get rid of them and I just want to share them with you. The deliberate heart of God... I want, to share you, I want to show you that Jesus was so deliberate in, 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 in who he loved and, and who he chose and, and why he did that. I don't know why he did some things, but I know he was deliberate in what he was doing and he was probably just doing what God called him to do. Um, <clears throat> I want to take you... Um, I'm not going to read the verse. I'll tell you where it is so you know where it is, but I'm just going to tell it. So it's, uh, John 20 verse 10 I mean it's in it's in pretty much most of the Gospels maybe bar one um, <clears throat> John 20 verse 10 now really what I want to talk about is a woman Mary Magdalene now in this in this story Jesus has uh, died and he's been buried in the tomb and uh, he has the, the tomb is empty amen tomb's empty he's risen or oh, isn't that our joy Jesus risen now the tomb is empty and, and Jesus is, is resurrected he's risen from the dead and he's ready to reveal himself to those who uh, are chosen <laughs> he's ready to reveal himself to those who love him well who will he reveal himself to first who who's worthy of this honour <laughs> who is the one who Jesus will select above all the other ones to reveal himself to first maybe the leader Maybe the, the one who's lived the most righteous life. Maybe uh, someone of honour. Maybe he'll reveal himself to the Pharisees and show them what for. Maybe he'll reveal himself to the Romans. Maybe he'll reveal himself to the disciples. Maybe to Peter. Now, who does he pick? Who does he pick? Mary. Well, who was Mary? Well, she was a nobody. 
That's who she was. She was a mess. That's who she was. She was um, <clears throat> full of demons. Her life was a mess. Jesus had set her free from seven demons. She's widely reported to be a prostitute. A mess. You find someone a bigger mess than that. You find someone who's more unclean and dirty than that. You find someone who's lower in society than that. But Jesus, he didn't care about any of that sort of stuff. Sorry. He just doesn't. Because he loves people. He just loves people. And he knew how much Mary loved him. And, and he decided, oh, what an opportunity. He was deliberate, wasn't he? He didn't do that by accident. He chose her. He loved her. He picked her first. She'd probably never been picked first for anything in her life. But yet Jesus picked her first. Now, if Jesus is in you, well, there's going to be people out there who aren't worth anything. And you're going to have to go and pick them. Pick them out. And your heart will say, oh, I don't know why I'm chasing after this person. That all they ever do is mess up. But Jesus would pick them. Jesus would go after them. And that's the heart he'll put in you. If you follow him, if you listen to him. Like Alice was saying, God says, will you do this for me? And that's what you've got to, you've got to see that, that in your heart, that God is going to call you to people. And he's going to ask you to, to go and be with people that no one else wants to be with. Not, not because they've got potential. Not because they could be a leader one day. But because he wants you to love them because he loves them. And you might be sitting there thinking, I'm worth nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. Well, if you think Jesus doesn't love you, you're wrong. He does. He wants to be with you. He wants to choose you. That's who he is. He's the Redeemer. We think about Mary. We're still talking about Mary 2,000 years later. She's received more honour than, than so many because Jesus picked her. Let's just continue, shall we? Let's just keep reading. Same John 21. Jesus, he continues. And he goes after those disciples. Well, I'll tell you what, Mary never abandoned him. She stayed at the cross. She waited at the tomb. But this bunch, I mean, they let him go, didn't they? <sighs> Ran off. Peter, his best buddy, best friend, didn't he tell, said he didn't know him to his face. Oh, but this is the heart of Jesus. He says, I don't care about any of that. Any of that failure. I was still going to go after them. Those men, and they were out in that boat, weren't they? Let's find it. 
Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realise it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? And they saw him. No, they answered. He said, throw your nets out on the other side. And they threw their nets out, and it was full again of fish. And they knew. <laughs> Who's this guy? We know this guy. We know what he's like. We know he did this for us before. And Peter, oh, he couldn't help himself. He just jumped out of the boat and started running towards Jesus. And I just think, why are you running towards him, Peter? You let him down. But Peter knew who Jesus was. He knew what he was like. He knew his heart of forgiveness. He knew his heart of reconciliation. And when they got to the beach, it was Jesus. And they were so in awe of him. Yet Jesus, he was the one who reached out to them, wasn't he? It wasn't them reaching out to him. He reached out to them. He called them again. He went after them. He went after them again, after everything. And what was he doing? He'd made them breakfast on the beach. He made them breakfast. He filled up their nets and he fed them. And do you know what? God is calling you to do the same thing for people in this community, in this area. Will you go after people when they let you down? When, when, there's, when there's a barrier between you? Will you be the one who reconciles it? Will you be the one that goes after them? Because that's what God is calling you to. Because that's who he is. And if he's inside you, then you, your heart will be, oh, I want to I bring, bring back a wholeness in this situation. That will be your heart. Jesus encourages the failures. They were fa Pete was a failure at that point, wasn't he? Everything he'd gone after, he'd, just, he'd nothing left of failure back on his boat. He'd gone back to where he was before, fishing. Jesus empowers the weak and the hopeless. And Jesus does this. He reconciles the broken relationship. He does it. You can't fix it on your own. You know what? There's people out there and, and you might fall out with them and it's totally their fault. But Jesus will get hold of you and you'll become a reconciler. And I'll tell you what, it'll be in your relationships. It'll be in your marriage. It will be. You'll, be. you'll be the one who has done wrong and you'll still be the one who goes and says that soft, kind word that brings back reconciliation. Because Jesus is in you. Because when Jesus... When, when Jesus' uh, cross and his resurrection really gets into your bones, it, it becomes you. And <clears throat> you say this, not, your, not, not my will, your will. I don't want to talk to that person, but you want me to, I'll do it. Not my will, your will, God. And so I want to challenge you this morning. Maybe you think God doesn't love you. Well, I'll tell you what he does. His consistent character loves you more than you know. And it doesn't matter what mess up you've done, he loves you. And he's, he's coming after you. And I'll tell you what, if you do know that Jesus loves you, um, then, then you know that you've got to love others. You know it. 
You know you've got to love them. You know you've got to chase after them. And I'm not telling you how to do that because God will talk to you and tell you how to do that himself. You know, I want to encourage you. What is God saying to you? Is he saying, go and help so-and-so? And you say, oh, well, amen, I'm going to go and do it all my heart. It's that, yeah, amen, I'm going to do it all with all my heart. It's a hard bit. <laughs> Will you go and speak to so-and-so? Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Well, maybe you have to go in trembling and, 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 and you're worried and you don't know how it's going to work out. Well, that's fine. Go just like that. You don't have to pretend to be bold. Jesus knows. But do those things he's asking you to do. Spend time in his presence so you know so you're clear that God is saying, go and do it. And some part of you, I've written this down, some part of you will go looking for people who don't deserve nothing. It will. You can't, you the love of Jesus will compel you. And, and, and hopefully we're those people who like Paul are saying, oh, I'm poured out. I'm poured out. I'm at the end of myself. If you keep getting to the end of yourself, that's good. Because <laughs> that's where you'll find God time and time again. Well, go, go for people and, and love them. And when you've run out of love, come to God and say, I'm at the end of myself again. I can't love this person anymore. That's all right. That's great. That's a great place to be in. See if he fills you again. And this is, a, this is the one thing I want to say to you. Um, who's right in front of you that God wants you to love? You know, some people, it's their children. We have difficult children. Some of it's our husband or our wife. But who's God put right in front of you? Who's he put in your path to love? Who's tough to love? Who's he put in your workplace who just winds you up rotten? I don't know. But God's put people in your path. He hasn't put them there by accident. He hasn't put them there because he wants you to, to go somewhere else and do something different. I just want you to consider that. Well, Jesus loved and I'm going to try and love people. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go out there tomorrow and I'm going to love people <laughs> just like Jesus did. And maybe, my, maybe I'll come away from today and my... <coughs> Uh, my love chest will be full up to 100%. Uh, and maybe by Thursday it'll be back down to 20%. <laughs> but so what? You just keep going back and asking, Lord, give me more love for people. Give me more. Demand it from God. Say, God, fill me up again. I'm dry. I need more to love these people than what I've got at the moment. And see if he fills you. But, but be... be um, that word be deliberate about loving people loving people don't happen by accident it didn't happen for Jesus by accident how am I doing Aaron okay love doesn't happen by accident I'll just tell one more story and then I'll finish um, <clears throat> Jesus uh, was with his disciples and they'd, They'd fed the five thousand. He'd fed the five thousand. Five thousand people. Wow! And then he'd gone on. 
and they've gone out on that boat and Jesus come walking out on the water. And do you know what? What a moment. What a 24 hours for the disciples. What a 24 hours for Jesus. But something very odd happened. Jesus said, turn the boat round and go off to that place that isn't even on our radar. Go off to that place uh, uh, get the place of the Gadarenes. And they arrived at the place of the Gadarenes and Jesus got off the boat and he dealt with one man. A nutter. A demon-possessed nutter that no one could hold and had been rejected from society and lived in the tombs and was full of um, he, was, he was full of demons and he, he was cutting himself to shreds self-harming and he didn't even care and he was nuts and Jesus went and found this one man and he set him free and do you know what he did after that? he got back on the boat and carried on Jesus was deliberate. He was as deliberate as, it, as they come. Now he was doing what God was telling him, but you could, when God's speaking to you, you've got to, get, you've got to be deliberate. Does that make sense? Go do it. it won't, people won't necessarily come up to you and ask you that, that exact thing that maybe God's asking you to, uh, to ask them. You know, you can wait for it to come to you, but you're going to have to go out a little bit into the water. but I say go jump in go jump in with Jesus see if you can swim Amen Amen I don't know if you want to take a few moments